Hi, my loves. Welcome back. If you're new, my name is Savika and I'm the host of the Let's Talk podcast. On this podcast, we interview students and influencers and basically talk about spirituality, self-development, and sometimes a law of attraction because we already know all of those things always are tied up. Today, I wanted to bring a guest to talk about her story dealing with depression and anxiety because no matter how deep we are in our spiritual journey, there will be times we forget how important we are and how much we've accomplished over the years. And that's why I think having someone to kind of talk about their story can help us find ourselves and like get back up again. And that's why today we have with us Ariana, who has so much valuable information to share on the podcast and how she decided to pick herself back up from depression and remind herself of who she was. 12 months into this year, she started running her successful business full time and is in the best shape of her life physically, emotionally, and mentally. I know this is something many of us can learn from and I'm so excited to learn more about her journey and her story and like what actually helped her get back up again. So let's get into it. Hi, Ariana. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a little bit unsure. Should I be looking at you or the camera or? On the camera, on the camera. This is your time to shine. Just look at the camera. <laughs> Sounds great. So guys, for those of you listening, Ariana actually reached out to me a couple weeks ago wanting to be a guest on the podcast. And I'm so glad we were able to find a time that worked for us because just from the few conversations we had, she's such a gem and I can't wait to learn more about her story. So Ariana, getting into it, let's talk more about you. Tell me more about yourself. Where are you from? And who is Ariana for the people who don't know you? So I have been mostly raised in California my whole life, but I've actually lived really all over um, a couple places in Canada. I was born in Florida. And so I would say that I am well-traveled in that sense. (laughs) Um, But for the most part, growing up and all of my schooling was done in Southern California. So I was always near the beach and everything just surrounded by nature and hiking trails. So that's a big part of who I am and it's become a big part of my identity. Um, And I think that is a big part of what led to my business of Stained Swimwear, which has now become Stained Collective. I find working to be my passion, like productivity is my passion. And that's part of the reason as well that I was drawn to your podcast, because your passion is so obvious just through the content that you create. And it's, I love to talk to like-minded creatives. And I was really excited about this conversation. That is amazing. You mentioned California, firstly. I'm not I'm not from the Bay, but I go to UC Berkeley. And it's very different from SoCal, in my opinion. But I didn't know much about this. And then I had friends from SoCal. And then they told me a little more about the beaches and stuff. And I did get a chance to look at your swimwear, too, which I'm going to get into as the episode flows. But tell me more about your journey, because I feel like there's always a purpose or like a motivation that gets you started into your business. And I want to know your purpose and like what kind of gave you that head start to start your business. Oh my goodness. So it was honestly super accidental. Um, When the pandemic hit and I was stuck at home in quarantine, I feel like that's so many small business stories nowadays. But I was really just bored and I picked up my grandma's old sewing machine and started sewing. And I was into it and my friends were into it. And so I got better materials and 
made a business out of it, I guess. So you just had materials and a sewing machine and you started from scratch. Invested in lessons and a mentor. And so it was a, a grueling process, but worth the effort. <laughs> wow. And at this time, did you have people to kind of help you, guide you through the process? Or was it just, okay, this is what I want to do and I'm just going to see where it goes? Yeah. So I ended up finding a mentor. Um, I was working for uh, the owner of a brand called Gnarly Knitwear. And um, she ended up really helping me just figure everything out as I was getting started. And she was so inspirational to work with, just seeing her dedication to her brand and how hard that she worked. It still to this day continues to push me working on my own I love that now talking a little bit about your business I want to kind of understand the timeline of things so you did mention that there was a time in your life where you went through severe depression and anxiety and you basically were not feeling your best so when was that was that before you started your business or after or maybe during the process like what was that like so I definitely think that things like depression and anxiety are a lifelong journey and there's always going to be okay. ups and downs, but it's about how you learn to best navigate it and what works best for you, you know? And so I think at yeah. that point I've, de- I've really developed a routine that helps to support my depression and, ang- and anxiety. And that's what's really made a difference for me. I'm glad you're mentioning that because to me, because I'm just learning, right? Like from every conversation, I'm like, okay, that actually happens. Or like my perspective of things would be, oh, maybe it's this way. But then you talk to people, you're like, okay, that's also how you can look at it. And that's something that I need to learn more is also that depression and anxiety is not just a phase it can be a lifelong thing about how you deal with it is what matters and talking about that actually i saw a reel today by robin sharma and it said that 40 percent of how you feel is dependent on like your rituals or like your routines and i think that like you mentioned right now i want to talk to you more about that how have your routines changed how has rituals kind of helped you process with depression yeah that definitely resonates with me because i honestly really rely on my routines um, to support my anxiety and depression. Specifically, meditation has been really helpful for me. And so this is something that I've instilled into my morning and night routines, even just waking up an hour early and having an hour to do what I need to do and have some time to myself. um, It's it's really, it's been crucial in my development. What kind of meditations do you focus on? Because I know there's something called as breath work, right? So I'm totally, I'm totally new to it. And I'm just learning to usually do like a YouTube guided meditation. Yeah. Sometimes if I'm feeling confident, I'll just put on um, a frequency vibration and kind of I love of just- that. And affirmation sometimes like towards the night. Totally. That helps, yeah. I love that. Because you said like depression and anxiety is a lifelong thing. I think when you have, when you're going through something like that, having people to support you during that time, like friends, family, whatever becomes really important. So I kind of want to get your thoughts on like in what environment you were surrounded with and like how that kind of benefited you or didn't benefit you. Yeah. So that's another thing that was really helpful for me was having um, a support system to be surrounded by. But even more than that, I think it's so important to, I think therapy is so important, whether you are 
struggling due to mental illness or just have day-to-day struggles going on, um, you can rely on your support system all you want, but therapy is going to give you something different. I think we really need to talk about therapy more. I feel like more people need to hear the importance of it. Not many people want to go to therapy because they think it's weak, but I think like you're a good example of showing that sometimes that's what you need. Like you try to figure things out yourself, but it's not weak going to therapy. If anything, it's just going to benefit you. Definitely. As we're talking about like things to deal with depression, whether that's like morning rituals, meditation, routines, or therapy, what kind of, of course we're talking about routines, but what would you say was like your changing point like when you were at your lowest and like you had no motivation no purpose you know when you're absolutely at your lowest it's really hard to get yourself back up again but what was what would you say was your changing point so in my experience the lowest was actually my changing point like i feel like as as i was starting to feel worse and worse I was kind of stuck in this mentality where I didn't want change and I was comfortable with the way that I was feeling. But once I hit that bottom, that's when I was like, okay, I, I need to do something about this now. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I'm so glad you mentioned that because you think change is bad. But once you go through that change, you realize, okay, this is what I need. And I've been in my comfort zone for the longest time that is great yeah that that's a very big point so once you of course started to realize you want to change and you wanted to like do something for yourself is that when you got like the idea of starting a business or was there like other things you did before like your part-time jobs i know you mentioned and like social media and stuff so tell me more about that so i had definitely started my business as i was dealing with this struggle and the business was okay like a creative outlet that was helping me um day-to-day deal with that right but what really helped me to instill a change is when I implemented a morning routine I didn't even have any sort of night routine at that point but I started with like a quick like it was like make bed take vitamins it can be the tiniest of things honestly but as long as you're consistent with it exactly it really did change my life that morning routine (laughs) yeah no that's what i'm starting to do too because like i am back home and i have so much free time and i'm like okay i don't want to let it go to waste so what can i do to actually be sane and as funny Mm -hmm. as it sounds it's very easy to go crazy and lose your sanity when you have so much free time because you start like overthinking and like thoughts are all over the place right so definitely what helped me was just get up and like watch youtube videos and get some information in the morning it could be anything like just information about whatever you're feeling that day just put it into your mind soak it up in the morning and that has helped so much totally Now I want to talk to you more about your actual business and like your thought process. You did talk to me a little bit about like, okay, how you saw people doing something and like it kind of like gave you that motivation. But like, did you think it was going to go this far or did it just start out completely as a passion project? Oh my gosh. I feel like I still (laughs) can't believe that it's gone this far, you know? Um, It still feels like a passion project for me. And I think that's just because even though I say that I do that full time, um, I'm also doing a million other things full time as well, you know. And so um, this is just the one that I feel the most for um, and dedicate the most to. 
I feel like I'm just taking everything one day at a time, especially since I've been dealing with my mental health issues on the side as well. Um, I really don't like to think of things so um, long term like that. It's more so I feel good doing this. I like that. I feel so good working on my business. And so I've accidentally continued to work on it for all of this time. I feel like it's what has happened, you know? It's like one thing led to another. And like taking it step by step, you're like, okay, I could actually do this. Exactly. And I, I grew in my passion as the days went on as well. And that's what they say about doing something that you're passionate about. You actually enjoy it, you know? Every day you want to put more energy and effort into it. I think that's very important. Doesn't feel like work. Yeah, and I really like the fact that you mentioned not looking too deep into things because I had that mindset from the start where everything that I'm looking into or like I want to start, it always had to be long-term. And I feel like that sometimes you just get too caught up in like the timeline of things. And sometimes just going with the flow and like being in the present can be so much more helpful. Yes, that is so true. I get really overwhelmed when I think of things like big picture like that sometimes too. So it can be really nice and yeah. break it down. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we did talk a little bit about your mentor, but I feel like we really need to put more focus on that because it's so important to sometimes just find some sort of inspiration, whether that's like a YouTuber or like anything it is, I think finding inspiration is so important. So tell me more about your mentor and like how it kind of changed your life. Yeah, she's amazing. So she actually moved out to Europe for a bit of time to just from there. So we're not working as closely together since that, but um, everything that she has taught me is still with me till today. All of the resources that she's provided and Um, I mean, she's there whenever I need to hit her up on my phone, and she's always there to help me, which has been incredible. I mean, I obviously told you I accidentally started this business, so I really had no idea what I was doing going into it. And she had, she um, studied to start her own fashion line. She had already done it, and she had already made all of the mistakes and knew what to tell me not to do and what to do and her um expertise was so crucial for me what i'm getting is that starting something accidentally can sometimes actually be the best things so actually putting effort and time into what you want to learn more about can actually go a long way that is so true yes and like just talking a little more about your business and tying it to your mentor how did you know about like the logistics of things, like the behind the scenes, like how to sell products or like how to make a brand identity, how to put yourself out there? Oh my goodness. It, it was definitely very overwhelming in the beginning, but that is what I, I honestly called in the support of my network and got a lot of help for that. There's also a lot of resources that um, are offered through social media brand mm-hmm. themselves um like for example pinterest has brand managers no matter how your business yeah i did not know that mm-hmm. so wait how did you know about like how to sell things and like you know the logistics behind like what to sell how to make pieces did you kind of get any help from that or like you were just like you know i'm just gonna learn along the process like along the journey so i do mostly what i love like i make what i love 
but I also recognize that a lot of people have different tastes and prefer different styles and such. And so to take that into account, I do a lot of polls on Instagram or TikTok and get the feedback of the people that are actually buying the bikinis so that I can be making things yeah. that they want to be purchasing. Because it is for them at the end of the day. So like getting yeah. feedback really is like the, the first thing you need to look at. And that's what's great about being a small business is that I can form closer relationships with the clients and then get their input and actually implement it. That is true. And you also said that you started your business or you're promoting your business on TikTok. How has that been? I think that platform is the best to promote anything. Yeah, it's definitely been um, our most successful social media platform. Mm -hmm. um, I have a love-hate relationship, though. Love-hate relationship. So toxic. It is. It is. Honestly, I've just told myself not to scroll through TikTok anymore. <laughs> like, if I need content, I will look at yeah. it. That's it. See. It's awful. I hate it, but I love it. I know. Yeah. I know. It is addicting and toxic at the same time. <laughs> okay. And you also said that you've been making money on social media, on Instagram, I think, right? Or just social media in general. I do make money um, managing social media for other brands. Oh, wait. So isn't that like a marketing agency or something? I do like, I freelance, I do like okay, personalist okay. side or social media management or consulting. Just, I do random freelance jobs on the side as well. So that's like multiple streams of income. Yeah. Which definitely. is smart. <laughs> okay. So out of curiosity, I just want to know your thoughts on this, but what do you wish you knew at like the start of your healing journey or like the start of your business journey? Um, I think that I wish that I knew that it was okay to ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm so like independent. I want to do everything by myself. I prefer to work alone rather than in a group. But you know, sometimes you really just need to get over yourself and be like, okay, I need somebody's help. Yes, I've noticed that with so many people in university and I don't know if like, I don't know if it's a university culture, but it's just a thing with everyone. And I'm trying to see the psychology behind it, but I've just never understood it. I think it's because in school we're pit against each other. We're made to be so competitive. Like, Yeah, I think that's definitely a big one. And you know how in psychology they say your environment makes up the way that you behave. I think that my upbringing has caused me to just enjoy working by myself and have a hard time to rely on others. And so I prefer to rely on myself, but sometimes I need to be like, okay, just ask for somebody's help and you can trust that you're able to rely on them. That's a very interesting perspective. I think I just, I think we should also look at it more as like a, I trust myself and I know I'm going to put myself first, but Asking for help doesn't make me think of myself any less or like trust myself any less. Mm -hmm. Good point. Lastly, do you have any advice for people who are on the same journey as you? My advice is to go to therapy. I love that. <laughs> I love that. 
therapy. I'm telling you, I had um, <laughs> Hannah Bloom a couple months ago on the podcast, and she's like a self-love coach, and that that was her advice. She was like, "You guys are scared to go to therapy because you think people are gonna judge you for it, but honestly, that can be the most life-changing part of your life." For me, it wasn't even. I wasn't afraid that people were going to judge me. I was so afraid of opening up to somebody and expressing myself. So once I got over that fear is when I was able to go to therapy and express myself, you know. So it was basically hard for you to be vulnerable with with her. Exactly. Has it helped then? Do you think like therapy has just helped you be more vulnerable in general? Like with people too? Definitely. Mm -hmm. With my support network as well. And that's helped me to get to the point where I've been able to ask for help interesting because I definitely think like at least people like most of my friends and me included trust issues number one right like that's like the first thing so it's like Mm -hmm. it's really hard to just be vulnerable with certain people and like there's always like a guard up with with friends even I've noticed they don't like to talk too much about what they're feeling and I don't know if it's a more it's a just a persona you want to put out there or is it just how you are you've trained yourself to be it is just interesting I think that is so interesting yeah ariana to wrap it up i want to ask you a few fun questions it's just my way of saying thank you and you have to answer these questions as soon as possible in like less than five seconds okay oh gosh let's do it what's your go-to vacation spot uh las vegas just because my dad lives there so i'm there most often (laughs) who is your biggest fashion influence Oh, God. Um, My friend Bella, because she always looks amazing. She has a magazine called Angel's Kiss magazine. Oh, I need to check that out. I really need to check that out. (laughs) And what's your most accurate personality trait? Um, I feel like I'm just happy. Like, I look happy all the time. Like, I just have this goofy smile on my face. And like, I like that. I just feel like I'm happy to be there all the time. tea or coffee tea and what's one thing you loved about summer or you're loving about summer the beach beach days are my favorite i love that too and this was it for this episode thank you so much for talking to us today ariana i learned so much and i'm always learning so thank you for your valuable information really of course thank you again so much for having me it was a pleasure to talk to you of course so if you want to go ahead and link your socials and where people can find you not link your socials but shout out your socials um you can find my business at stained collective on instagram and tiktok and i'm just ariana rohani (laughs) perfect this is it guys as always remember to open up share and connect i'll talk to you guys in my next episode see ya